I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Well, hi, everybody. It's a beautiful morning in Leiden, the Netherlands. It's one of those mornings where you know it's going to be kind of hot, but it's got this beautiful orangey glow as the morning light sort of starts shining off people's windows. It's really lovely. These are the days when I really love where I live, which is a great segue (laughs) to... The topic of today, which is making decisions with your intuition. And I have been lately, I've been living in the Netherlands for almost seven years, which is nuts. It went by so fast. And lately, I've been considering making a move. And these kinds of decisions are big right? Because this decision doesn't only affect me, it affects my entire family, like like extended family. Because where you live, in whether it's in proximity to family or not, is a big deal. And because we have families in two, well, in multiple countries, but across an ocean, <laughs> on two continents, I should say, we have families on two continents. This, you know, any decision that we make affects them too. So I want to kind of, I want to walk you through the way I make decisions because I realized probably about, yeah, maybe about five years ago, how much my body tries to tell me <laughs> when I shouldn't be doing something. Or when, you know, I shouldn't be ignoring it. So there's something really interesting that happens to our bodies and our intuition, that gut feeling that we have. I don't want it to sound too woo-woo because it's something we all have. We call it a gut feeling for a reason. There's this feeling we get that overcomes our body. That's either excitement and motivation and inspiration to do this thing that we're trying to decide on. Or it's like this apprehension and tightness in our body and our stomach hurts and we feel kind of sick. And sometimes we choose to ignore that. It's not right or wrong, right? If you choose to ignore that, it's not right or wrong. But I want to teach you how to be aware of it so that you're making the decision from a place of considering that too. So I want to tell you a story before I get into the exercise of how to do this. Um, I talk a lot about my mom's passing. And the reason is because there were so many lessons. And that's totally typical of my mom. Like she just, you know, wants to make sure that everybody's getting something out of every situation, which is amazing. And just so many learnings. Um, I just wrote a book also, which I'm excited about. And the book goes into a lot of, you know, what happened in the process of my mom getting sick. But in any case, while my mom was in the process of getting diagnosed with what ultimately ended up being brain cancer, she had a tumor. 
And when we were in the process of figuring out what was going on, I got a job offer. And the job offer was to move to Argentina. I was living in Portland, Oregon at the time. And we had been looking for an opportunity to potentially move abroad. We didn't know exactly where, but we were ready to make a move. (laughs) Ironically, six or seven years ago, um, we were in this space of trying to figure out what we wanted to do next. And this opportunity seemed amazing. So I went to Argentina to investigate the opportunity. So cool. I mean, so lucky to have these types of opportunities in my life. I ended up spending three weeks in Argentina and my kids were little and my husband was there navigating and I had just been at my mom's house and had just found out that she was sick and we didn't know exactly what was going to happen. And my family is amazing. And my family said, listen, we don't know what's going on. We think it's fine. Just go. You just should go. Like there's no, you know, what are you going to do if you're here? Like there's nothing. So the entire time that I was preparing to go and getting on the plane, I was having massive anxiety just panic attacks. My stomach was in knots. I couldn't stop crying. There was something in me that was both really excited about going to Argentina for the first time and also feeling like there's something wrong here. Like, what am I doing? And it wasn't so much guilt because again, my family were telling me like, it's just go. Like, there's no reason for you to be here. So I went And it was both amazing and horrible. First of all, I was away from everyone, right? I was away from my kids and my husband. And I was also away from my parents who I was concerned about. I'm going to get really emotional talking about this. It's interesting. I haven't reflected on it in a while, but I'm in a similar moment, which is why I feel like I need to talk about it and sort of figure out... (laughs) The lesson here for me, which hopefully resonates as a lesson for you. So I was in this like slightly panicked mode the whole time. I wasn't sleeping well. I was overworking because that tends to be what I do when I'm getting out of feelings that I don't want to feel. I was working a ton. I still had my own business. And so I was like half in on my own business and half in on this potential opportunity. And I didn't get the best read on the people that I'd be working for. The employees were amazing. And I like immediately got right in with them and like made friends and they were incredible. But the owners and partners of the business, just, I just didn't get the vibe. (laughs) That's like the only way I can say it. They didn't do anything wrong. They seemed like good people at the time that I knew them. Um, But I just didn't get the vibe. And something was literally eating at me inside my body. And when I get that feeling, it's like in, really is in my gut. Like it's it's kind of my stomach and it just gets tight. I feel like I want to throw up. It's this feeling of kind of being out of control. I have this sensation of wanting to be out of control or not wanting to be, but that I am and I want to get that control. And it sort of goes into my stomach. And what happens when I get that feeling 
is I also like, I lose my appetite. I just don't feel like eating and I'm kind of demotivated. And um, so I was feeling all these feelings and I was just like shoving them down. (laughs) Don't feel it, dude. You don't have time for this. You have two jobs. You need to check up on your mom. And, And then one day I woke up and I just couldn't, the feeling was so strong. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I can't do this anymore. It like exploded where I was like, stop fighting it and and start following it. And so I booked a ticket. I didn't tell the people I worked with. I was supposed to be there. There were it was a little complicated what the next steps were after I arrived. Um, but I basically had brought a lot of stuff with me so that I could leave it, go retrieve my family, and then and then come back to it. So I had like four bags of stuff, maybe two. I don't know. I'm, I'm not usually like a big pack rat, but I was moving. And um, so I left my bags with one of my coworkers and there were like toys and stuff in there. It was just a random pack. Um, but I left my stuff. I called the guy whose apartment I was renting and I'm like, look, I'm so sorry, but I need to leave. And I went, I don't even remember if I went to the office. I think I just called the company owners and I was like, I got to go. And how awkward, right? Like I'm in a moment where I'm a professional. I've been, you know, they paid for me to come here to investigate this opportunity. And here I am, like in my mind, kind of acting like a teenager where I'm like, you know what? peace out dudes. I didn't want to lose the job. I just, there was this feeling in me that was just really literally killing me. And I was like, I got to go. So I went straight to my mom's house and my mom's health was in such dire decline. Like between the time I had left and the time I came back, she was not talking anymore she was, she had lost most of her, I mean, she was talking, but she had really severe aphasia. So it it was periods of being silent with periods of saying words that didn't make any sense. And she was mostly immobile. And so I arrived, I think the end, middle of October, maybe the middle of October. I had three weeks with my mom before she passed away. So this was a moment where I was like, don't fucking ignore the signs ever again. Don't ever ignore that eating at you. Because if I had acted on that eating at me feeling a week earlier, I would have had four weeks with my mom, right? Or I would have had that whole time with my mom and I wouldn't have even gone to Argentina. And it's interesting because Argent, like going to Argentina, it didn't further my career at all, right? Like I went for three weeks, I investigated this opportunity. I was going to take the opportunity. But ultimately, like from a work perspective, I didn't really like move anything forward. I didn't learn anything in the work sense while I was there. And I reflected on that a lot over time after that period because I was wondering why that had to happen. <laughs> like what, what was, that was weird. Like that was a weird blip on the radar. Like why did that happen? And as I reflect on it, the 100% reason why that happened was for me to learn this lesson. 
And thank God I did act on it, even though I wasn't a hundred percent, you know, I hadn't a hundred percent learned the lesson. I acted on it. Thank God. And I have ever since. And I wouldn't say that I didn't do it before that event, but that event was so extreme and the feelings in my body were so extreme that I was like, dang, what's happening to me? I got to act. So I want to walk you through kind of a three-step process of, of making decisions and what's important to pay attention to because we tend to make decisions from our brain and big decisions need to have, they need to be looked at from multiple angles and not just from the reasoning logic part of your brain. So let's walk through this. So think about if you have a decision and it could be big or small, just go through this exercise with me so that you can kind of understand the steps. And then next time you have a big decision, you can come back to this, or at least you'll have understood the way to get here. So just take a moment by yourself to get into a quiet space. If you're in that space now, amazing. And just close your eyes. And I want you to say this decision from two perspectives. I am doing it like as if it's happening. No questions. Like this is happening. There's no more question in my mind. This is happening. And tell yourself that this decision has been made. You've 100% like signed on the dotted line and it is happening. And then what I want you to do is take a deep breath and I want you to get centered into your chest, into your heart space. Starting to sound woo-woo, isn't it? Just go with me. Just focus on that area. Just bring your mind down into your heart space and then stop thinking about the good, the bad, the judgment, the to-do list, the, the pros and cons. Just put all that to the side and get into your body. And now, knowing that you've made this decision, I want you to just scan your body, not from your head, but from your heart. In your mind's eye, just do a scan of your body. This is so funny. I'll tell you what's coming up for me. So, Feel into decisions been made, signed on the dotted line. Where do I feel it? I tend to pay attention to butterfly feeling in your chest or your stomach or gripping tightness in your shoulders, your chest, or your stomach. These are the two things you're feeling for. And I want to make a distinction between feeling scared because it's something new, because it's growth, because it's stepping out of your comfort zone and some of the sicky feelings that come up for that versus this feels wrong. They're different. One is lighter and a little bit more in your chest. It might be slightly tight, but there's also a little bit of butterfly. The other feeling is just a gripping, tightness, anxiety-inducing sort of feeling. 
that takes over your body. So feel for that. And now I want you to go into the other space of I didn't make this decision or I decided to go in this other direction. I've signed on the dotted line. 100% that thing is off the table. We're not doing it. What's happening in your body? Go into your heart space. Feel into your body. And when you come up for air from this practice of feeling into your body, how does it land when you've made the decision in one direction or you've made the decision in the other direction? Once you know that, the third step is to write it down in one sentence. I've made the decision to X and it feels like X. Keep it really simple. And then go to the other side. I made the decision to not do X and it feels like X. Because now we're connecting the two things through that sentence. We're rationalizing the feeling in our body. Now it's become a truth. It's become a reality. We've written it down. It's something that we can look at objectively and we can say, okay, I feel good, like a little scared, but I mainly feel good. Or I feel like shit. (laughs) I feel like real shit. Um, And what I want you to do, because again, I'm in the middle of a really big decision. And so I can honestly tell you that I know that there's all this other stuff swirling around. So you're like, yeah, but you're simplifying it. Yes, I am. I'm simplifying it on purpose because the other swirl is just a swirl, right? It's just the stories you're telling yourself to convince yourself to do it or the stories you're telling yourself to convince yourself not to do it. And I want to get out of the story and I want to get into the feeling and the impact on you as a person, on your heart and your soul and your body when you're making this decision. And apologies for my nasalness today because I'm in one of my episodes of my allergy, not allergy, um, immune disorder episode. So apologies, but hopefully... At least I'm not, at least I'm not clearing my throat, which is great. It's just nasally today. In any case, this grounding is going to help you pay attention to something that you typically don't pay attention to when making big decisions, which is the way your body is trying to inform the decision it knows. It knows. Your body knows. So here's what's happening to me because I find it really interesting and I know exactly what I'm doing. So I have a really intense, tight, gripping feeling in my stomach that does not feel good as I'm making this decision. And when I tell myself I've done it, I've signed on the dotted line, it's we're going. It is like this tight grip. There's a guilt in there that's swirling around. And the guilt makes the stomach pain more intense. I feel I have this desire to stop doing everything and to curl up in a ball and like not talk to anybody. And it's, but what's interesting is it's not coming from 
the, like when I visualize or imagine what it's going to be like to have, you know, to put myself in the middle of where I will be after this decision is made, it's not there. It's like, I won't let myself feel into the full experience because I have so much guilt. And the guilt, of course, is because every decision I make affects about 10 people. (laughs) And that's a lot. Um, And, you know, I feel like the older I get, these these decisions get harder because there's like more people and more baggage, (laughs) more weight that I'm carrying. I used to make these decisions really like quickly and haphazardly and I'd just like have a desire and I'd follow the desire and I was by myself. And so that was easy. Um, Or it was me and Lorenzo and these decisions would just happen quickly. But now it's like this whole like posse of people and, you know, people pull on you. They're like, do it, don't do it, do it, don't do it. And you have to get grounded in this space of it doesn't matter what anybody else says. This is mine. This is my decision to make. It doesn't mean I'm going to bulldoze people and push over them. At some point, I'm going to go to them and bat it around. But in this moment, this practice, this is yours. This is your moment. This is your moment to get really clear on what you want. It doesn't mean it's going to happen because there might be a roadblock related to somebody else's experience. Fine. I'm not saying your decision is the be all end all, but you need to know where you stand so that you can advocate for yourself. Um, and so that you can feel good that if you are advocating for yourself, the guilt starts to go away. Cause you're like, I'm so grounded here. I know exactly what I want. It's going to be great. You can help create that sort of morale boost and excitement for other people when you're like this decision, so solid. So if you're not in the middle of a big decision, but you're in the middle of like having to a big decision for yourself. If you're in the middle of a decision, like for your company, it's a great leadership tool also, because the worst thing to do is to go in wishy-washy, like describing the opportunity in some kind of like, I, you haven't decided what you want way that you're like waiting for people to tell you what they want before you can make a decision. Don't do that. Get clean. Get clear with your intention, with your desire, with the direction you want to go so that when you present it to someone else to get their feedback back on whether this decision, you know, is going to be right for the team, you feel grounded. It doesn't mean you have to push it through and force it on anyone, but it's like, look, I feel really good about this. Here's why. These are the reasons why, you know, I, I, I kind of marinated on this idea. I've been sitting with it. I really feel like this is a good direction to go. And here's why. You're clear. Again, you're not pushing, but you're clear. You're grounded. You're not like, I don't know, guys, what do you think? I'm so confused. I have a stomachache. That you don't want to come in with that energy. And I don't want to come in with that energy in my family when I'm also talking about this decision. I want to come in and I want to say, listen, it came up with, you know, the reasons why I think it's a great idea. I think that this is a good compromise. I think we can do it like this. This feels right. This is kind of, you know, it assuages the panic that other people are going to feel about this decision, right? When you come in, especially as a parent, you come in and you're like, listen, 
I want to talk about this. The decision hasn't been made, but here's what I think. Here's how I think this decision, you know, why I think it's right or why I feel like it's not right. Like these are the reasons. It's just such a better position to come in with. It's also so much better for you. You want to just have done that work because otherwise, if you have a gripping panic in your stomach, and you haven't processed it or figured it out or understood it, you're going to bring that panic around with you. And it's just not going to feel good. It's just going to hold on tight and it's going to sit there. So give yourself the space and time, especially for big decisions. Don't rush yourself through them. Don't take too long. I have some clients who take months to make decisions that are pretty critical for their business. So Don't sit with it for months, (laughs) but give yourself enough time that you can really feel like, okay, I've done the work. I've sat with this. I know really clearly how my body is reacting to this. And this is the decision I feel best about. And you know what? It's not always going to be the most popular decision. It's not always going to be the best for everyone. That's why you have a panic because you're making a decision that maybe perhaps other people aren't going to like. And that is really hard. It's really hard to be the person in your life and in your business who has to be centered about these decisions. It's adulting and it sucks, (laughs) but it's so important. And trust me, If you do that work and it doesn't take that long, right? Like just sit with this for 5, 10, 15 minutes. Maybe you have to do that for 5, 10, 15 minutes over a a couple of weeks. It's okay. Don't rush the decision and don't worry about who you're going to disappoint. When you go into those conversations with the people you're worried about disappointing, you go in clean. You talk through why you feel like it's right or why you feel like it's wrong and you stay open to their feedback and you don't let it bump you over. Like as soon as they tell you something, you're so ungrounded in your decision that you're like, sure, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. Get grounded, stay firm. It doesn't mean that you're pushing. It just means that you know what you need, you know what you want and other people's feedback is feedback. It's not going to immediately make you shift because you've done the work. You've spent the time. You've gotten grounded. You know what you need. I need to sit with this gripping stomach. I need to understand what it's trying to tell me. I need to look at the whole picture and really imagine myself inside of the experience and then make a decision from there. And I'll keep you posted. (laughs) At some point, I'll, I'll have a big reveal of what this uh, decision is and was and how it's um, affecting me and my business. It's exciting times. And um, I think all, you know, it's whenever, for me, whenever opportunities come in, I'm always like, you know what? Gratitude. Like whether or not I think that it's the right decision for me, like I have so much gratitude in my life for um, for being considered in um, different, you know, things like gratitude for Argentina, like what a cool opportunity, right? So no matter what, it's, it's good. Like whichever direction decisions go, it's always the right one, especially when you did the work. 
and you don't feel like you made the decision without having gotten grounded. So I hope that's helpful. I think this was a little bit of a longer one, (laughs) but it felt important. And I hope it resonates with you. And I will leave it at that. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.com.